The Kimmer Show podcast is proudly brought to you by Showcase Photo and Video. This is your formerly alive announcer, Don Pardo, and you're listening to a replay of The Kimmer, courtesy of The Hangman and John Boy. You know, the only two people who do any real work around here. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to three, on News Radio 1067. Somewhere <laughs> out there is a tree tirelessly producing oxygen so the Kimmer can breathe. He owes it an apology. The Kimmer Show on News oh, wait Radio 1067. Oh, when some loud bragger tries to put me down <laughs> Look out. and says this school is great. How did that happen? Here I we tell go. him right away now, what's the matter, buddy? Ain't you heard? This is one of my favorite songs, and since we're all in a very grouchy more mood today. It's the Beach Boys A News Radio 1067 1205 This single Be True to Your School came out in 1963 on this day. Couple of birthdays on this crummy Monday. Mita Golding from the Hunger Games catching fires 44. Danny Cooksey from Different Strokes is 40. And Lauren Velez from Dexter is 51. I don't remember who, what character that was. Lauren Velez from Dexter. Oh, look out. It's only me. 12.05. Here we go. News Radio 1067. Here's the number. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Oh, my God, man. And Fred Thompson passed away, 73, lymphoma. Yeah, he was, by the way, he was the guy, and I haven't seen this mentioned in many articles about his passing. He was the guy who told Tennessee Senator Howard Baker to ask the, probably the number one question of the Watergate hearings. And that was, what did the president know, and when did he know it? And that question came from Fred Thompson, who at the time was a Senate aide on the Watergate committee. Anyway, he's uh, gone 73, lymphoma. Man, nasty stuff. All right, look out. Media bias, World Series, coverage, New York. Everything is New York. Needles and candy. Here we go again. Disgusting Halloween costumes. Can you possibly be offended on Halloween in a costume? Just unbelievable. Boycott growing against Quentin Tarantino. Uh, protest about the view and attacking Carly Fiorina. Yeah, let's see what uh, Paul Ryan says. Putting that isn't trustworthy. Uh, oh, you know, remember the famous picture, uh, John Boy? You may you probably have seen this picture of the little girl burning with naked, running down the street in Saigon, burning with napalm. Yeah, I've seen that. Remember one. that picture? Yeah. Well, she is still. She's back in the news. Uh, her name is Kim Fook. <clears throat> And it was on an airstrike in Vietnam, 1972. She was uh, she ripped her clothes off because they were on fire from napalm. And she was screaming, running down the street, totally naked, on fire from napalm, which is, a, which is burning gasoline jelly, basically. A very effective weapon. Horrible, but very effective weapon, I promise you. Anyway, she's now getting some skin grafts by modern technology that will ease her suffering. She's been in pain for 50 years. 50 years. And she's finally getting tough. We'll, we'll, we'll kind of update you on that. The Russian plane crash in the cyanide. Oh, that, that sounds a little fishy. Have they said an official reason yet? It blew up in the midair. But... CNN saying that something blew it out of the sky. Yeah, but we don't know. Uh, obviously, some kind of terrorist attack, unless it was an accident. I mean, I can't imagine somebody... 
practicing rocket fire from somewhere, and it hit him accidentally. I mean, it's uh, clearly, uh, but, you know, I don't know, but I, I can't. Also, uh, let's see, uh, the woman petting the tiger in the zoo. That's, what well, What could go wrong there? Uh, cats are neurotic, and if they were bigger, they would kill us in our sleep. Your little house cat would kill us in our sleep. Uh, and in Germany now, and in many parts of Europe, not just Germany, but in uh, several parts in Europe, now schools are eliminating Christian holidays because there are so many Muslims coming into Europe, they're afraid of offending the Muslims. So now uh, the Epoch Times has said that St. Martin's Day, which is a European country celebration that happens every year on November 11th, they're, tra- they're renaming the Christian theme St. Martin's Day as the Festival of Lights. Instead of naming it after a saint, a Catholic saint, a Christian saint, they're going to call it the Festival of Lights to facilitate the integration of Muslim migrants. One, uh, one of the leftist politicians said you should not impose the Christian tradition on people who are coming from other countries. Now, uh, Pamela Geller, uh, who was one of the protesters, says these migrants are coming to our countries from failed, devastated cultures. When and why was it decided that we have to mute and censor our traditions and mores for theirs, a failed society that suffocates and destroys? They're running from devastation and failure. Why adopt that? Has anyone ever said a more cogent sentence on this whole issue of changing our culture so as not to offend theirs when they come here? They're coming from failed, devastated cultures. When was it decided we have to mute and censor our traditions and mores for theirs, a failed society that suffocates and destroys? If they wanted to keep being who they are, then why do they have to flee their own homeland? Anyway, 1210. Cowards. Cowards. Oh, and I've got to say this about the World Series. Even the drippy lipper girls, you know, my girls on Fox News in the morning at 5 o'clock, and they wear all the dangle earrings and the lipstick that's made with shellac and honey and syrup and stuff and cocktail dresses and so forth. They, everything, if, if nothing happens outside of New York City, they would never know it. If anything happened, they wouldn't know that either. The girls this morning, their, their big headlines are about the World Series. Oh, New Yorkers are heartbroken this morning about another failed World Series opportunity. There's so much, oh, there's no joy in Mudville. The people are really upset and hoping maybe next year. And But there's a general morass, a terrible feeling of despair and hopelessness in the city of New York this morning because all the Mets fans are... And finally, Steve Ducey, when he did their their cross-plug plug, he said, wait a minute, how about celebrating the fact that the Heartland won the World Series in Kansas City? Yeah! I mean, the first thing they think of is, oh, poor New York. Oh. That New York didn't have... I mean, it's oh, unbelievable. I mean, it's unbelievable. The the first include if it doesn't happen in New York, it doesn't count. Oh, I mean, but even the drippy who are supposed to be conservatives. This is Fox Television. First thing out of their heads: all oh, the poor New Yorkers. What a terrible, terrible day in New York. <laughs> also, talk about hypocrites, and we will. Uh, and hold on, Gino, I'll be right with you, sir. Uh, Hillary Rodham Rodham and her Clinton Foundation has taken in at least a million dollars from Exxon Mobil. ExxonMobil co-sponsored the Clinton Foundation's annual meeting last year. Okay? million dollars from ExxonMobil co-sponsored the Hillary Clinton uh, Foundation meeting annual meeting last year. This year, the company decided not to co-sponsor the annual meeting. And so Hillary Rodham Rodham has now said there should be an investigation 
against ExxonMobil's business practices to appeal to climate change activists. ExxonMobil stopped giving her a million dollars. Now she's calling for an investigation into the company. <laughs> I love it. 12-12. Hold on. We got Gino. We got Rick the Painter. We got Newsbreaker Lights coming up. Sponsored by the Siding Doctor. But first... It's a touchdown! It's a touchdown! It's a miracle in Durham, North Carolina! <laughs> the force is with the Miami Hurricane! Oh, please. <laughs> and we, we, we'll talk about that, too, man. What a weekend of sports. But Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home right, like on it. News Radio 1067. There we go now. This is Fred Thompson, hey, Fred. and this portion of our show is brought to you by AAG. Oh, We're convincing people to sign away their home. It's sure to earn me a special level of hell. And now, <laughs> here's your host, Kim Peterson. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Fred Thompson passed away at 73, lymphoma. Twelve nineteen. It's only the Kimmer. News Radio 1067. 1968, on this day, For Once in My Life, by Stevie Wonder, was released. He was still a little boy back then. Young fellow. I mean, I'm a young fellow. You can say that, right? No, I didn't say that. Wait a minute. What's wrong with saying he was still a little boy? He was like nine. My God, man. All right. couple of birthdays. Actor-singer J.D. Souther from Nashville is 70. Where do we know him? Souther. S-O-U-T-H-E-R. J.D. Souther. But I know that name. I think I remember a song he may have done. I can't remember what it was. Anyway, uh, from Nashville, 70 years old today. Also, uh, the former hot dish Stephanie Powers is 73. Heart to Heart, or was what, she did one of those shows? Yeah, she was married to... or. Shacking up with William Holden. Once. Yeah, yep, yep. Stephanie Powers, 73. Political commentator Patrick Buchanan is 77 today. All right, let's get back to the phones. 1220, Newsmaker Lines coming up, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Uh, Rick the Painter, Gino's coming up. Hello, Rick. Welcome. Happy Crummy Monday. What's up, man? Good afternoon, Kimmer. Welcome. Hey, I wanted to just uh, ask you something about you know, your horse, Jack the Good Boy. All right, sir. Uh, but, but but first, I wanted to mention one other thing. When I grow up, I do want to. I, I want to be just like Jim Gossett. That's when I grow up. That's what I want to do. But uh, but let me mention about Jack the Good Boy. Okay. Uh, what do you, what does Jack the Good Boy say when he falls down? When he falls down, I don't know. What does he say? Help! I fall and I can't giddy up. Oh. 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 Wow. You know, and that's all right because, you know, Monday's a bad, they went a horrible day today. And by the way, what can we do about this traffic? Nothing. The only thing to do about this traffic is not come to work. No, 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 it is no. to work from home. Move. move. Yeah, move. Yeah, move or work from home. And we don't have the technology for everybody. You know, I'm telling you, one of these days we're going to have visual uh, acuity of the fake, like the uh, stuff you can get at game uh, venues and stuff where you think you're with somebody else, but you're really not. And when that happened, that kind of technology... Buddy. The Oculus Rift. <laughs> the Oculus Rift, about yes, there, thank correct? you. That's what I was writing about last week. <laughs> I won the Pulitzer Prize for technological writing on that very topic. <laughs> Two years in a row. Hey, oh, hey, hold on. Here's the newsbreaker line, finally. Let's see who's... <laughs> get me out of here. See who's on the old newsbreaker line there. Uh, good afternoon. 
Hi, could I interest you in an all-day <laughs> breakfast director, Leslie Wiggins? I see you're still in your pajamas. Would you like to supersize that do-nothing McMuffin? The VA director. It's the coach. Hey, coach. Oh, I'm sorry, Kim. I'm working the drive-through here. But, oh, uh, are you? I'm sorry. I, I could going, talk coach? to you for a few minutes. I finally got some more help here. Oh, you did? Oh, man, it's like a regular guy's reunion over here at the Golden Arches. I mean, <laughs> you know, they're dropping like village people over there at Rock 100. <laughs> Well, you know, yes, sir. I Dan Reeves. You, yes. I was sorry to see the Falcons go down to the Bucks yesterday. Yeah, to the Bucks, yes, sir. Yeah. And if you believe that, you believe there's a contract <laughs> waiting for you on the desk at three o'clock. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you believe Banks and Chain got a standing ovation over the weekend. <laughs> you believe playing. the director of the Georgia Radio Hall of Fame turned down a bribe. <laughs> <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. You believe a Hotsfield baggage handler let an iPhone six go through the belt without putting it in his God blessed pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Things I don't believe are 200, Alex. <laughs> oh, boy, Arthur Blank, he was so depressed, Kim. He was depressed, I'm telling you. How, was he, how depressed was he, sir? He was so depressed this morning, he only chased his secretary halfway around the desk. I mean, he was in a bad mood. When Arthur's receptionist bent down to pick up the stapler, he didn't even look. I mean. <laughs> it just wasn't in the mood. <laughs> well, I hope everybody had a good Halloween. Halloween. You know, huh? over at the University of Georgia, the award for best Halloween costume what was that, went sir? to well, it went to Mark Rick, who went to Jacksonville dressed as an SEC football coach. Oh boy! Because, <laughs> like they say, what's the world's largest cocktail party without a weenie like Mark Rick? Sounds <laughs> 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 like somebody might have dropped a couple of dimes on those. Sounds like he might have, yes, sir. I take the over under. <laughs> well, nobody that we know or anything. No, not that I would know. Speaking no. of Halloween, hardly anybody yeah. showed up at Larry Wax place. Oh, they didn't show night. up. Oh, you really? Wow. Well, kids don't normally trick or treat over at the store and lock, you know. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, where Larry lives and does his podcast. I mean, <laughs> Rodney Ho drops by every once in a while to write a three part series on where is he now, but that's about it. <laughs> well, <laughs> he's done the I got to tell you, Arthur Blank was so depressed. He was so depressed <laughs> about the Falcons losing. Yeah, how depressed was he, sir? Instead of, you know, instead of asking his stenographer to use the dictaphone, he just drafted the memo himself. <laughs> <laughs> Great to be on. Back to that old-fashioned technology, boy. Nothing like it. (laughs) Thank you, Coach. Always a pleasure to have you aboard. Uh, News Radio 106.7. And by the way, one more thing on football and sports and baseball, two of the World Series. Did you? I think Pete's going to play it later. Did you hear the announcer for when the Kansas City Royals won the World Series? Was the he said something like? And the pitch is on. There it is. Strike three. And Kansas City wins the World Series. There, They won the series right there. Uh, Kansas City wins the World Series. They're, they won it and they won the series. God, I mean, it was pathetic. And those blown calls on the Miami game where they were the eight laterals and they missed the clip and the guy's knee down and they knew it. They could see it. They had 10 minutes of reap and they still did. They still took it away. The victory away from Duke. Screw up. It's Duke. <laughs> I know. I mean, I, luckily we don't care, but still it was, that's just, and then, you know, they suspended that crew, that officiating yeah. crew for two games. They should have fired them. <laughs> they should have fired. Absolutely. And, and the replay guy, how could you not see his knee was down? I saw it. We all saw it. 
It was down. They should, but they were so excited about what an incredible play. They wanted to have, be part of history forever, like the guy chasing yeah. into the Stanford band. I mean, oh, man, I couldn't believe it. All right, hold on. Here's Gino, the truck driver on News Radio 1067. Hello, Gino. Hi. <laughs> What's up, man? Well, I'm born in the, ta- in the city of Aals in Belgium, and our patron saint is St. Martin, so we celebrate his day on the 11th of November. Right. And then he gives candy to the kids and gives uh, toys to the kids, just like Santa Claus over here. Uh-huh. But the majority of our country celebrates St. Nicholas, just as the majority of Europe celebrates St. Nicholas. It's right. only where I live and in Germany and some places in Switzerland and Austria where they celebrate St. Martin. Right. Now, we have a bunch of immigrants, and we don't call them Mexicans, but we call them Turkish and, Mar- and Moroccan people, and both of them are either legal or illegal, but they're the first ones in line when it's St. Martin's Feast to put their kids up for the free stuff. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think we offend them at all. Of course uh, not. We're having our Christian holidays. Absolutely. Gino, you're absolutely right. He was saying that the Festival of Lights on November 11th in Germany is not an offensive undertaking of any kind. And now they're changing it because they're offending Muslims who are coming into Europe by the hundreds of thousands. So they're eliminating Christian holidays so as not to offend the new Muslims. Why are we changing for them again? Can, can we explain that, please? <laughs> Twelve twenty-seven News Radio one zero six seven. Hey, this is Harry <laughs> Carey, <laughs> and this portion of our show oh, okay. is brought to you by the New York Mets. Oh, the Mets! Hey, I haven't seen that many long faces since I went to Sarah Jessica Parker's family reunion. <laughs> a horse is a horse, of course, of course. <laughs> and now here's your host, the Kimmer. Thank you so much. Yeah. And congratulations, Kansas City. I can't believe all the people who are complaining about the fact that New York lost instead of celebrating the fact that somebody else won. It's typical. Anyway, this is Weezer. Are they still playing? Uh, are they still a band or anything? A John Boy? Oh, yeah. Are they? Absolutely. Okay. Anyway, Weezer is paying tribute to the late Al Molinaro. Al Molinaro was a guy with a hangdog face and a big nose. He was malt shop owner Al Del Vecchio on Happy Days. He was also Murray the Cop on The Odd Couple. And Al Molinaro just passed away. He was 96 years old. He had gallstones and had problems for a long time, but he said, I'm too old to get into surgery now, so he just died. He was 96. Now, Pete, (laughs) former gallstones uh, survivor. So you're going to die when you're 96, you know, not too shabby. Anyway, we're playing Weezer because Al Molinaro Molinaro gave them a boost when they were just an up-and-coming no-name band. And so Weezer posted a photo of them with Molinaro and the caption, R.I.P. Al Molinaro, loved having you in the Buddy Holly video. The video had a Happy Days theme. And Al Molinaro reprises character Al in their video for Weezer. So they salute him. The Buddy Holly song was what had been requested. Yes. Why wasn't it? uh, Uh What now? Uh That was a question mark there. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, now we're having a feud over Let's the music list. All right, here's, oh, go get the list. Now I'll have to explain uh, this. No, was it I, mine? I, I, no, all right, 
Okay, every okay every morning, the first two things I do when I come in here, I mean, at home I get all my stuff done early in the morning. I have all my notes and stuff like that. When I come in here, the first two lists I make are, one, sound bites I want off the Fox News and whatever of, 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 of political candidates or whatever. Okay, and Hangman has now brought in music. The second list I do is a list of songs I want to play for bumpers for the show of that particular day. And this list of bumpers, I had Jaden the Americans, members Lake and Palmer, Dave Matthews Band, Katie Lang, Poison, Nelly, Third Eye Blind, Alicia Keys, Weezer, Beach Boys, Stevie Wonder, Dean and Rod Stewart. And uh, under Weezer, if I, if I want a, a, a specific cut, then I'll write it down. For example, the Beach Boys uh, song, Be True to Your School, was released on this day, so I wanted John Boy to pick out Be True to Your School because it had a legitimate relative fact next to it. On the other hand, with groups like Weezer, I didn't care what they played. I didn't care what song it was from Weezer. I just want to talk about Weezer with Al Montanaro. Pete wrote down Buddy Holly next to the name Weezer, which should have been the, the song that he played to the And John Boy missed it, so it's your fault. <laughs> but anyway. My mind saw the question mark. <laughs> Sweetest bell off. I just started. I mean, God, you know, right, hold on a minute. Oh, God. All right, hold on a second. Uh, oh, oh, that's not going to do it. That's no good. Uh, oh, here we go. All right, I got one. I got one. <laughs> Wait a minute. All right, so here we go. All right, all right. Today's, today's short reading from the Bible, from Genesis. And God promised men that good and obedient wives would be found in all corners of the earth. And then he made the earth round, and he laughed and laughed. And laughed. <laughs> See, good women with good wives. I like got <laughs> kind of a thing there. And by the way, hey, hi-oh. Uh, all right, hold on. Now i got to get my papers back off the floor so I can get to the sweetness bill. Don't want to lose them. <laughs> Don't want to lose those. <laughs> That's another thing. You know, if, if Pete, comes, Pete comes in. I always beat Pete in. I mean, Pete, you know, if, if the traffic's bad or there's a wreck, uh, Pete's theory is, screw it, I'm not leaving any earlier, okay? If he's at home and he knows that, you know, there's a tornado and the roads are torn up and you're going to have to take a different route, <clears throat> or there's seven tractor-trailer trucks accident, that's th- too bad. He's not leaving any earlier to beat the traffic. He's leaving whenever the hell he pleases, which is the exact same time every day. So the only question is how late he's going to be coming into the office. Okay, so this morning he walks and he's late because the traffic is horrible. I mean, with, just, with the rain and there were accidents everywhere. I mean, you know, if you're listening, you know if you had to drive today in the morning, it was just horrible. And so Pete comes in, he slams down his bed. I'm sick of trying to hit on and on and on. And you know, it ruined. It really can mess up your day. This stuff. And what are we going to do about it? There's nothing you can do about it except leave earlier. But they, but and that's only if you know something bad's going to happen. If you if you're just because it's raining doesn't mean necessarily that you're going to be an extra hour late on the road. So you can't just say, well, it's raining, so I better leave an hour early. But there's, I don't know what the answer is. What the heck's the answer? And there's no, you know, we, we love to give alternatives, but there's only two ways to get in from the northern suburbs, route, you know, Main Street or Alpharetta Highway, Route 9, or 400. That's it. I mean, you, you can't go all the way around 285 to the bottom of the perimeter, then come up the downtown connector and get off at the Glamorage connector on 85 to go to 400. It'll take us four hours. Yep. So, I mean, there's only two ways to come from north to south, and that's either Alpharetta Highway, Route 9, or the 400. So, you know, I mean, and, and, <laughs> it's just it ruins your day. And I don't know what the answer is. What's, what's the possible answer? There's only one answer, Kimmer. Yeah. Get to the chopper! <laughs> Get to the Jabba? The Chopper. The, the Chopper. I know what. Move to the beach. The yeah. beach. Well, I mean, honestly, the only thing that's going to help is that fewer people are in their cars in the morning time. Or in the afternoon, too, but particularly in the morning. 
at least during the day in the afternoon, you know, you, you've had chance to learn what's happening or what the traffic's like, or you've looked it up or you've listened to us on the news or whatever. But, you know, in the morning time, it's more it's uh, it's almost more of a mystery. And there's I don't know the answer to it. But we're, I mean, it's so damn frustrating and it messes up all of us. Speaking of frustrating, now you know that, uh, hold on a second, you know <laughs> that the reports are growing. I've got it, I've got it. Reports are growing of the discontent among police departments because of what's been happening with idiots uh, like Quentin Tarantino, who was on the the uh, speech in New York not long ago where, well, here's what, here's what Quentin Tarantino said about the police officers. I am a human being with a conscience. And when I see murder, I cannot stand by. And I have to call the murdered the murdered, and I have to call the murderers the murderers. Quentin Tarantino, who has produced and directed some of the most violent action films of all time, ever. I mean, brutal. Django Unchained, have you seen that movie? Kill Bill? I mean, uh, unbelievable. Uh, and then, on the other hand, you know, Jamie Foxx, who I always admired as an actor. I always thought Jamie Foxx was a really good actor. And, until today, well, he's still a good actor, but I, my my support for him as a man is sure changed after what he just said, supporting Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino, you are a boss. You're absolutely amazing. Keep speaking the truth and keep telling the truth. And don't worry about none of the haters. The haters. We're the haters? Hasn't he got that backwards? And he was defending Quentin Tarantino on the stage of the Hollywood Film Awards yesterday. <laughs> I wonder how those people are going to vote uh, a year from now. All right, 1242. Sounds like somebody's got a case <laughs> of the moon. Yeah, I'll give you a moon right here. But you have an exp- the Kimmer Now and News, Weather and Traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Hey, this is John Gruden, hey, and coach. this portion of our show is brought to you by the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons Let yeah. me tell you something, man. Mm-hmm. Losing at home to Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. that's like losing a foot race to Wanda from B-103. <laughs> you know, unless you're at the Golden Corral or something. And now, here's your host <laughs> oh, until Friday, Kim Peters. Yeah, wait a minute. Look out. A body like an hourglass. Yeah, maybe Ariana Grande, but Nicki Minaj... Who has the biggest fanny I've ever seen? I mean, I don't. I don't. I mean, that's huh? It's, it's, it's just, not real. It's not. It can't be. But no. why would you do that? I mean, I don't think you could. And the top front too is. I mean, it looks like she's ready to explode from both ends. I mean, I, I poor thing. But why would you put yourself through that? I mean, that can't be any fun. Just sitting down. In all the ways that you sit down, driving a car, I mean, what, anything. Oh, my God. Anyway, now she's done it again. Nicki Minaj dressed up as a fairy godmother for Halloween, and she's being criticized for posting a video where she's laughing at a guy in a wheelchair and saying, walk, walk, and then laughing when she leaves him. A video of Nicki Minaj. Now, apparently, the disabled person actually was not disabled, and it was at a party, and she was just joking around. What's but even I mean, <laughs> so, so Nicki Minaj and her Princess Fairy God telling a cripple guy, "Walk, walk!" in a wheelchair. That's funny. <laughs> but yet she says the Biz- Bill Cosby costumes are offensive. Right? Yeah. She. Yeah. <laughs> just more hypocrisy. That's all. Anyway, poor thing. Oh God! I twelve fifty one. Oh, hold everything. There's the newsmaker line. Let's see. It's on a rainy Monday. Let's see who's on the old newsmaker line. Good afternoon. 
Well, good afternoon. Oh, Kim, oh gee, now, I wonder who this is. I, I, I mess this up every I time. I can never tell who this is. This is Fred Thompson calling <laughs> from AG, Kimmer. Hey, Fred. How's it going? Well, you know, I surprise a lot of people because folks who follow my presidential campaign or listen to my awful radio show thought I died seven years ago. <laughs> Wait a minute. This isn't Fred Thompson at all. You've, Ronald Reagan, you tricked me again, you sly fox. You're, oh, you're so good at that. I just got me again. Did you ever listen to Fred's radio show? I never heard his radio show. Oh, my God. This it? man made Bill Belichick sound high energy. <laughs> I mean, what is that? Miami, we're on the already answered that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There, Fred Thompson is being hailed as a conservative hero, conservative yeah. hero. My ass, the man uh, <laughs> voted no on impeachment. He helped Dan- Janet Reno scrap the God blessed independent <laughs> council law to protect Slick Willie and now Barry. Yeah. And he allowed John Glenn to hijack his committee investigating Clinton's treasonous arms sales to China. <laughs> <laughs> Should I stop now? Well, I mean, he, he had a record, all right. Oh, poor Fred, you pay for one abortion and the left owns you for life. Hey, My God. No. <laughs> Oh, I happen to know about that, you but heard about we that. won't say how. No, no, yet. it's all right. Yes, sir. Mm. Yeah, Fred Thompson has yeah. caved into the Democrats so many times. I'm surprised he wasn't adopted by Bobby, Bobby Bush over there. <laughs> Love the guy. Help me dismantle the Reagan like a six. thousand points of light <laughs> over there. Over there. Wouldn't be prudent. Ronald Reagan was able. A ball. <laughs> well, this. Ben Carson guy, uh, Kimmer, he's yeah. converted a lot of people to Seventh-day Adventist religion already. Converted people? Really? Oh, yes. 30,000 Georgia Bulldog fans sure as hell didn't wait till Sunday to yell the name of the Lord toward the field. <laughs> <laughs> At the top of their lungs on their feet, too. Absolutely <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, I trust that everyone in the Kimmer audience had a happy yeah. Halloween. Happy Halloween. Where well, adults man. handed out candy to young children, or as Michael Jackson used to call it, Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Tito. You know, the funny thing is, yes, sir. when trick-or-treaters knocked on Michael Jackson's door, yeah. it was usually from the inside. <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> 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 no, I don't want to take another bath. No. I'm clean, I'm clean, I'm fine over here. <laughs> no helping. <laughs> want to meet Mr. Bubbles? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Former President. <laughs> and wash your innocence down the drain. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Former President. <laughs> Look out. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. 12.55, and it's only the Kevin. It's only me. News Radio 106.7. Study from England and the Bronx Zoo is comparing our beloved domestic kitty cat with some of its wilder relatives. They did a DNA investigation and found that compared to the snow leopard, the wild cat, and the lion from Africa, the larger predators share the same characteristics as your domestic cat, which is dominance, impulsiveness, neurotic behavior, and aggression. 
They all share the same traits. The Big Five personality test was openness to experience, extroversion or introversion, agreeableness, conscientiousness, and neuroticism. Well, it turns out that cats as we know them as house pets are cute and furry and cuddly. But a psychologist named Dr. Max Wachtel said we need to remember we have cats as pets. We're actually inviting little predators into our house. They can be fantastic, sweet companions until they turn on you. And the researchers have said only their size prevents the house cat from being able to unleash its full predatory qualities. In other words, if the house cats were as big as a wild cat or a lion, we'd all be dead. They'd be eating us. Well, if you've, if you've ever had cats, you know that you can pet a cat and he purrs until you get to a point where you pet him one time too many and then he turns on you. <laughs> How many times have you had your arms ripped to shreds from cats because they just turn on you? My grandparents had a cat that was born the year I was born, lived 17 years, and it would just turn on you in an instant. Yeah, cats, man. 1257. All right, it's only the camera. News Radio 1067. Look out. Before you leave for your long-awaited trip to Europe, Africa, or Alpharetta, make sure you make your way to showcase photo and video and see John Williams and the team. Not only are they Atlanta's premier authorized dealer for Nikon, Canon, Sony, Panasonic, Fiji, Blackmagic Design, Olympus, and more, the Showcase School remains a pioneer in field of adult photography education. Located at the corner of La Vista and Cheshire Bridge, call them today. Atlanta's finest photo and video equipment dealer, 404-325-7676. That's 404-325-7676 or showcaseinc.com. <coughs> this is Don Imus, and you're listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show. I don't know why, because the guy is awful. Just, just, just awful. If you must, tune into The Kimmer, weekdays, noon to 3 on, on News Radio 1067. <laughs> For The Kimmer, brains aren't everything. Well, in his case, it's nothing. <laughs> the Kimmer Show All right, on then. News Radio 1067. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, here we go. 104. What a brutal, stinking Monday. And I don't know what we're going to do about this traffic business. Honestly, it's just. And it's only going to get worse. You know? <laughs> anyway, easy to complain about it, hard to fix it. 105. Here we go. Bobby Dow. D A L L. Might be Dahl, I'm not sure. Bobby, whatever his name is, from Poison is 52 today. Wisconsin Governor Scott Walker, formerly the number one presidential candidate before anybody ever started running. And who became, of course, the, one of the first guys to become a basic zero. Scott Walker's 48 today. David Schwimmer from Friends is 49 today. And, yeah. And you know the TV show uh, 21, John Boy? I don't think I do, no. Uh, quiz, <coughs> quiz show. The, the movie quiz show. No, I don't know. With Rob, what's his name, from northern Alaska and whatever it was. And, um... Rob Keith, Morrow. Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland. I think it was 24, Pete. Oh. 24. <laughs> 21, 24, what's the difference? <laughs> uh, this is, can we start over? Honestly, I, I mean, can we, can, can we just make, where's, where's, 
<laughs> where's where's Superman? I mean, can we just, just honest to God? I mean, I, I, you know how much I would give right now if this could be twelve oh three. I swear to God. I, I mean, I, this is it's despicable. I mean, I got nothing, and it's uh, getting worse. Um, well, I was trying to make the point that the, the very well known movie quiz show was based on a true event, and that was the TV show called Twenty One. Well, it was on this day in 1959 that Charles Van Doren, the game show contestant, told a House investigative panel that he had been given the questions and the answers in advance before he went on the show 21 on NBC. Right. And it was part of it was the, uh, the, the early TV scandals. You got to remember, this was back in 1959. In the late 50s, TV was brand new. Most people didn't even have a TV. Most American families, I think, I think fewer than half the American families in the 50s had TV sets. So the whole, the whole medium was extremely new. And the people who ran the medium ran it. Well, hell, all the, uh, the newscasts used to be sponsored by cigarette companies. Um, I mean, all the Walter Cronkite used to, and, and uh, what's his name from uh, 60 Minutes? Um, uh, Mike Wallace used to sell cigarettes, advertise on TV. They smoked on TV. No. Dick Van Dyke smoked cigarettes on the Dick Van Dyke show. Real cigarettes. Real cigarettes. What? Everybody did. Oh, yeah. Edward R. Murrow had one burning the whole time for See It Now and all his investigators. I mean, in the 50s, it was everybody smoked. I mean, everybody smoked. We were allowed to smoke in my house when he became 15. When we were 15, our parents said we could smoke. We could now smoke. Everybody did. Nobody knew anything. it was anything bad for you. It was just everybody smoked. We Hell, in sea rations in the Marines, they gave us some, each sea ration came with a four-pack of cigarettes. So when did everybody figure it out? That this was it was it, it was actually started in the seventies. Uh, the uh, actually sometime in the sixties, the Oxner Foundation Clinic, which is what I went through to quit smoking. By the way, an aversion clinic where they blow hot ashes in your face to get you to stop smoking, among other things, make you throw up and all kinds of weird stuff. But anyway, that's how much things have changed. It wasn't that long ago either. And now enter Hangman. Did uh, when you guys were taking road marches and stuff in the Marines? Did yeah. you have smoke them if you got them? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We had to, we had to have a smoking circle. If you wanted to smoke, and when I, anybody care about this? But I, probably nobody does. So you forget again. I've, I've blown the whole day, so the, the day is over. There's nothing here to listen to until three o'clock, and then you get the news. So you might as well just wait till three. Uh, but I'll tell you, this story has no meaning to anybody except I'm going to tell you about it. Uh, in the Marine Corps, when I got to Paris Island, I was I had heard horrible things about smokers at Paris Island. I had heard from people who had been in the Marines that if you w- went to Paris Island. And you were a smoker when they uh, formed a, what's called a smoking circle in order for people to smoke cigarettes, that they punished you. You had to run extra laps. You ran miles. You did calisthenics and stuff. So when I got to Paris Island, uh, the, one of the first couple, after the first couple of days, the uh, drill instructor, chief drill instructor, said something like, um, Are you, uh, how many smokers have we got? Any of you smokers, raise your hands or something. I didn't raise my hand. And the smokers had to go, um, had to march outside the squad bay and form a circle with a bucket of water in the middle of it. And then when the circle was formed, you had to yell at the top of your lungs, Sir, the smoking circle is formed, sir. And he'd say, I can't hear you. And they'd say, Sir. Anyway, this went on for a while. And they finally said, Light them if you got them. Light them. Like that. And people would smoke. And nothing happened. So after about two weeks of nothing happening, I started raising my hand. And I, <laughs> but I, <laughs> and I, started, and I went down into the smoking circle. Uh, but, I mean, you had to get permission to do all this stuff. And, it, and they, they, everybody smoked. I mean, it was just everybody. On TV, everybody smoked. Wow. Yeah, anyway. I have no idea why we were talking about Thank that. And we got the bottom of that one, didn't we? <laughs> so anyway, the show 21 was on this day in 19- 1959. <laughs> Thank you.
Oh, man. 110 on News. Now, what do you poise over something? I, 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 I guess Steve or Pam? Steve! Steve! Steve, Steve, Steve Pam, hold on Steve, a second. Here's, Steve, Steve. I think we know it's Steve on line one there on News Radio 1067. Hello, Steve. You're on the radio. Uh, yeah, I heard you guys talking about half cats. Yeah, and, vicious. Uh, uh, coroner's reports have determined that, you know, when a recluse dies and they don't have any friends or family, nobody's expecting them to be anywhere, it might be a long time before anybody discovers that they're dead inside their house or yep. whatever. Uh, when these people have pets, the coroner's reports have found uh, have shown that dogs will generally wait three to uh, sorry five to seven days before they start gnawing on you. Yeah. The cat, generally within 24 hours. But I mean, it, it's feeding time, it's dinner time, <laughs> and say, that's it. And whatever's but there. off the floor and provide something to eat. I mean, they're taking little nibbles. Yeah, there you are. Well, vicious creatures. There they are. And I and I will admit to you, I love I love cats. I've had cats my whole life. Not not at the moment. I'm, if I were married, I'd probably have some cats. But I grew up with cats and canaries and birds and dogs. And I mean, we had a menagerie at our place. But uh, I like cats. I have no moral code. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute! I never said that. One eleven. Here, let me get sweet sour sauce. <laughs> let me get the Pammy and Jerry's coming up. Hello, Pam. Welcome aboard. Thanks for holding on. Hey, you made me think of, you remember the commercial? It's a little old wino me. <laughs> little old wino me. Oh, my God. You I remember have a... that little old man? And they sold wine on television? I don't remember that. But that. Oh, my but, but again, you, you, can, you can barely do anything on TV ads anymore. And Betty Davis smoked how many cigarettes in the movies? I mean, I don't think oh, she God, ever had yeah. one that went lit. Oh, they all did. Yeah, you're, Pam, you're right. I mean, and it hasn't been that long ago that our culture has changed so much. Of things like smoking and drinking, and you know who brought it back in vogue? <clears throat> who did? Madonna. She started smoking yeah, in her probably. videos and stuff like that. And next thing you know, yeah. they were all smoking. And now there's a whole thing. In fact, Jerry's going to talk about. Hold on, Jer- or is that Jenny? It's uh, Jerry yeah. coming up here, and also more newsbreaker lines. It's one twelve with him, but this is his one chance. Put the team on your shoulders, and then you got my faith back in you. He has to do it tomorrow night. I want to see it done tomorrow night. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Will, are you crying? <laughs> I'm really crying over this, I hope. Jeez. I get a little emotional there, Will. Jeez. People was crying. Sounded scary. Sports, sports friends there. Calm down on it. It's Sunday morning. But he'll be all right. Jeez. This may be the longest. Will spending the day with Will. That'd be a tough day. Traffic intro in the history. Will, Will come on. Come I got to it. still going. I got to get to Will Greg. He's jumping up and down. His man's got to go to the bathroom. The Kimmer Now and News Weather and Traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. This is Fred Thompson. Hey, Fred. And this portion of our show is brought to you by AAG, uh, an outfit that almost makes the Georgia Radio Hall of Fame look legitimate. <laughs> the Georgia Radio Hall of Fame is a division of Cox Broadcasting. <laughs> and much. now, Thank here's you your host, Kim Peters. Fred Thompson dead from lymphoma. He licked it once, went into remission for many years, but it came back and got him. He was 73. Actor, senator, a commercial endorser. Fred Thompson passed away. Former Tennessee senator, he was the one who gave Howard Baker the question, what did the president know and when did he know it for the Watergate Investigating Committee? Keith Emerson from Emerson Lake and Palmer is 71. This is an old, this is a remake of the old TV show Peter Gunn TV theme from way back, 50s. 
71 today, uh, Mr. Emerson. Also, uh, let's see. This was the day that Howard Hughes piloted his huge wooden flying boat. It was officially dated, uh, titled the H-4 Hercules. On this day in 1947, he took it for a spin. Only once did it ever fly. It lasted about one minute over Long Beach Harbor in California. Flew for 60 seconds. It never flew again. The thing was enormous. He called it the flying boat. It was known as the Spruce Goose because it was made out of wood. Yeah, it was a wooden airplane. It was it was like a battleship. It was huge. They used to keep it right next to the Queen Mary in Long Beach. I went on it once. Is it, I wonder what it, is it still there? It what? No, it's moved up to Washington. State Washington State? Around Boeing or something. Really? Yeah, no kidding. The Spruce Goose on this day, 1947. Oh, my God. It's 120. Hold on. We got Jerry coming. Oh, wait a minute. There's a newsbreaker line. Hold on, Jerry. Let's see who's on the old newsbreaker line. Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Mr. Oh, oh. Kimmer. Oh, your holiness. Pope Francis uh, calling oh, from most wonderful happiness. Goodness. I'd like to start off my homily yes. on the camera show yes, with sir. something funny. I have a joke for A joke? You. A Pope joke? Well, as long as it's not, you know, a Jew, a Catholic, and a color, <laughs> anything oh, would be fine. Absolutely. I understand All completely. Right, so, right, here we go. There was this Jew in his No, I, what did I just... <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I can't. No, here's the, here's the joke. Yeah, all right, sir. Do you know why Coach Mark Richt always vacations in Orlando or Miami? No, I don't, sir. Coach Rick says that uh, Florida is hard to beat. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> he says, you can't beat Florida. No, I, know I, I know I can't. <laughs> I hope uh, everyone had a nice Halloween. Halloween. You know, the Pope is not that familiar with the American traditions. Really? Halloween. I was going to ask you, Mr. Kimmer. Yes, yes. If you go trick-or-treating along Buford Highway, do you knock on the station wagon door? (laughs) Hello, anybody (laughs) home? Don't live in your wagon, sir. (laughs) I said I didn't know much (laughs) about your traditions. (laughs) You see that little punk of Justin Bieber stormed off at the stage after performing only one song? Yeah, he was upset. Fans said they really felt cheated, but you know, yeah. not nearly as cheated as if he'd say sung seven or eight songs. <laughs> then they'd re- they'd really wanted money their back. money back then. <laughs> sort of like a power failure when the owner of the punchline tries to stand up. It's been referred to as a divine intervention. Thank you, Lord <laughs> Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Now it's time for a <laughs> for somewhere east of Rome. Popanac the Magnificante. Popanac the Magnificante, sir. The answer is trick-or-treaters and the hearts feel the baggage handlers. Trick-or-treaters and the hearts feel the baggage handlers. Name two people who made out like bandits this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) The answer is one for you, two for me. One for you, two for me. What did Amy Schumer say when handing out Halloween candy? <laughs> did you see her on the Saturday Night Live? My God, the man. The, the keister bled over to CBS. <laughs> <laughs> I hold him yes. hand uh, the final envelope. The for final, final envelope, eh? <clears throat> May you discover too late that your Uber driver is a Mookie Blaylock. <laughs> Cover me on this one, John, boy. <laughs> the answer is Shoeless Joe Jackson. 
Shoeless Joe Jackson. How might you introduce Joe Jackson to Oscar Pistorius? Oh, man. <laughs> Shoeless me, Joe. Something in the heavy metal spring, size nine? <laughs> Great to be on the show. Thank you so much. Popnack. (laughs) The Magnificat. (laughs) Your holy wonderfulness. Speaking of Uber driver, hold on, Jerry, I'll get right to you. Speaking of Uber drivers in San Francisco, the other name of the other car service is called Lyft. L-Y-F-T. That's, I guess, basically an Uber, so you call them and you can get a ride with whoever's lined up. A woman in San Francisco got a ride in a lift car. A 28-year-old woman told the driver to stop because he went the way that she didn't think was the right way to get to her house. And she told him stop, and he didn't. He kept going, and she said, this isn't the right way. So she leaped out of the car as he slowed for a stoplight and took off running and broke her ankle. The cops got involved. Some kind of a horrible kidnapping gone wrong. Or... The Lyft driver was hard of hearing and never heard her say, pull over. She thought she was being kidnapped. He just couldn't hear her say, go the other way. (laughs) Always something. And there's no rest for the weary. Police in southern New Jersey say a man crashed into a concrete barrier after he hit another car. The guy was all messed up. Hit a car, smashed into a concrete barrier. A good Samaritan stopped by to help. And when the guy in the accident wasn't looking, the Good Samaritan stole the car of the guy that was crashed into. <laughs> Just on general principle. 125, let's get to Jerry on News Radio 1067. Happy Crummy Monday, Jerry. How's it going? Yeah, man. Hey, Kimmer, uh, I love you, man. I got some great old school cigarette stuff for you. All How right. About? Call for Philip Morris. There you go. That's Marlboro, right. Marlboro, Philip Morris. And then we got, uh, I think Chesterfield was not a cough in the car load. And it showed a box car full of cigarettes. Not a cough in the car oh, load. Oh, yeah. Well, easy on your lungs. Cigarettes were promoted as good for digestion. Yes, they had a doctor <coughs> oh, yeah. that advertised some of them. Yeah. It might have been Chesterfield Camel that said, more doctors smoke, yeah. you know, Camel, yeah. Chesterfield, yeah. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. LSMFT, Lucky Strike there means fine tobacco. Absolutely. Yeah, it was a part of the culture back in the day. Yes, it was. Jerry, I appreciate it. Oh, you know, uh, cigarettes were sold as, a, as the, uh, the best thing to do after a meal is have a Lucky. It'll help settle your stomach and help digest that meal. And say, and great, well, goes without saying. <laughs> Holy God. Well, and just speaking from memory, of course. <clears throat> All right, 127, it's only the camera on News Radio 1067. This is Morgan Freeman. Yeah, hey, Morgan. And this portion of our show yes, is sir. brought to you by yeah. Great Moments in Meteorology. Oh. My exclusive <laughs> forecast should be sunny skies for Noah's Ark. I keep sailing. I don't think the heavy stuff's coming down for, for quite, a, quite while. a while. And now, here's your host, Kim Peters. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, I love it. One thirty-four. It's only me. It's only. Is he coming in? Yeah, sure. Did he say okay? I I just found out something I didn't know about our uh, our boss, Mr. Kruger, and um, the former senator who passed away. First, it's one thirty-five. It's only the Kimmer on News Radio one zero six seven eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven eight four four. 404-1067. Carter Buford with the Dave Matthews Band. 
is 58 today. So there you go. I am committee. Oh, that's cool. Um, I was just talking to our boss, Greg. Uh, do you mind what to do for a second? You got a second? I know you're in the middle of stuff, but I just found out. I was just talking to Greg during the break a minute ago and uh, found out that you were a very, uh, you can use headphones if you want to, if you need them. Uh, you were, and Mike, do we turn his oh, mic yeah, on or is it on? You got, okay. We'll pull the mic over here. Just okay. Right away. okay uh, this is an uh, unusual chair. <laughs> you knew Fred Thompson very well. well. Very well, yeah. Uh, yep. f- uh, how and uh, tell me about him. Um, well, I got to know him when I was asked to uh, help create and uh, be the executive producer for his, for his radio show. Uh, he had a radio show a few years ago on Westwood One. And, Where did you do it from? Was uh, it Washington? Washington, D.C. Yeah. We okay. did it from the, um, was intru- yeah, we did it from the, actually, the uh, CBS Bureau, which is also where Westwood One is on 2020 M Street in mm. D.C. But Fred what kind of a show was it? Was it a talk well, show, call show? show, and then it was interesting. Uh, it was, yeah, it started out as a, uh, actually it replaced on that time when O'Reilly quit doing a talk show, mm-hmm. brought Fred in to replace the show, and of course, but Fred... Such an interesting, it, it was the, the early part of developing the show was there are so many Fred Thompsons. There's the senator, there's the actor, there's the, and so we had a lot of fun developing it, and it took, but that, that, that I think that's how we became friends, because we mm. just had, finally had a, we just had a lot of fun together. And there was some time he was worried about, because well, I'm a former senator, can I, can I relax too much, or do I, you know, can I have, so finally, I, I, the one story I do want to tell, because you, you're going to hear all the great you know, his Watergate stories, and of course, that was also phenomenal. When, I, when wasn't you, it true? I've been saying that he told Howard Baker to ask the question, did. what did the president know and when did he know it? And the Alexander Butterfield. And the Butterfield, the, the revelation that there was a recording system in the White House, and Alexander Butterfield was the one who released it, and no one knew it was coming, and boy, what a bombshell that was. Well, and we also joke because on the, um, uh, there are on the Nixon tapes, Nixon saying some rather less than complimentary things about this young saying to Baker, you get me this uh, yeah. such and such young kid lawyer out of Tennessee. Seems like a nice guy, but I'm in trouble and yeah. I need a good lawyer. And Baker said, "Trust me, you got one." You oh, know, so darn. I mean, that was. Oh, but two quick stories will go. But um, one, when I realized that uh, Fred was, I mean, he had a wonderful sense of humor, and I don't mind telling this because he he told it on a national talk show, and he said to me one day once, and he said, "You know, Greg, I I you know, like you every now and then." run things by me before we go on the air. And mm-hmm. he says, I want to run this by you. I'm, I'm not going to run this by you. I'm just going to do it on the air. He said, okay. okay. So he's talking about, uh, he said, so we, we're, we're, in, we're doing the show on about 400 radio stations across the country carrying it. And he goes, I'm watching, uh, Greg, I'm watching, because I, I sit in on the show like Pete does. And he goes, I'm watching the, um, I'm watching the sh- ESPN last night. And this ad comes on for Ambient, uh, Ambient the, he said, I got to admit, every now and then I can't sleep, so I take half one of these pills and I see all these side effects and, Oh, my gosh. I said, should I worry about the side effects? He said, then I thought about that other pill <laughs> and and the side effects of that other pill and where they say there might be a four-hour problem. <laughs> and he said, you know what, Greg? If I had that four-hour problem, I wouldn't call my doctor. I'd call a news conference. <laughs> I'd call <laughs> so everybody. Said, that's what I said. Fred, I think you, 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 you know, that was, <laughs> And then whether real quick, well, real yeah. quick, because I, like, I, I don't know if all these will make it in the mainstream, but he tells a story about when he first became a senator, you know, and he, he he was dedicated. I mean, this man, I mean, was a very bright and, you know, lawyer. And and he says he gives this impassioned speech on the Senate floor. And he just, he's feeling good about himself. He's a young senator and he's, you know, and he, to this, you know, and now he's deceased. But I mean, t- to the day he died, he'd, he wouldn't reveal the name of the senator, but he's one of the more prominent members of uh, of the Senate. Comes up to him the day after the speech and says, Senator, can I talk to you for a moment? He's going, the guy's going to come here. He's going to compliment me on my speech. And he, he goes up to him. He goes, i got to ask you an important question. He goes, oh, my gosh. You know, my first speech on the Senate floor, and this guy's coming up talking to me. He says, 
Was that a real submarine on Sonic for in October? <laughs> oh, that was the question. Because <laughs> that's what he realized. That's what I... <laughs> Ask him an actor question. As the United States Senator. Oh, I love it. Anyway, but just a wonderful guy. And Jerry is, I mean, we, we, we do send out, just, I talked to her earlier this morning. Jerry being his, his wife, wife. His widow. wife, yeah, and the two young kids. And they're having yeah, a service. So, so it'll be Friday in Nashville. No and, kidding. Uh, yeah. So well, I'll be going well I'm sorry. I feel bad for you because you were a, a close oh, friend. I know this affected one, you pretty and good. And he loved 73. baseball, by the way. He loved yeah. baseball probably, probably that was his first love, baseball. Really? We'd go to, we'd, we'd try to go to at least one or two games when I was in D.C. Uh, yeah. a year. So. Excellent. Well, I feel bad for you because it was, uh, you know, it's not, it's a, no, it's it was, a horrible it's time, tough. especially 73. You know, 73. the older the older you get, 73 is not old anymore. Yeah. I and mean, he, he did one or two movies in the past year while he was sick. I mean, yeah. this, this was a courageous man. Yeah. I mean, this is... Greg, thanks, man. Yeah. We really appreciate it. Fred Thompson passed away from the lymphoma. He beat it and then uh, years into remission, and it came back. Thank you, Greg. We appreciate it. 140 on News Radio 1067. Uh, it's kind of a reminiscing day today here on the Old Camera Crummy Monday show. <laughs> Let's get to Bob on News Radio. Hi, Bob. Hi, Bob. News Radio 1067. Thanks for holding. How are you doing, Bobber? Okay, listen, I grew up in New York City in the 50s when TV was live. Uh-huh. And the, uh, the, the uh, announcer for the New York Yankee baseball team advertised a Ballantine beer. And Mel Allen. Said, yeah, Mel Allen. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, uh, he, you remember. He. Uh, he would advertise Valentine beer during the uh, inning breaks, and he would uh, say, uh, make the three-ring sign, ask the man for Valentine, and he would take a big swig of beer. <laughs> well, by, the ninth, by, the ni- by the ninth inning, he was pretty well smashed. <laughs> <laughs> what did he call he, Mel Allen. He had that old southern Mel- drawl, Mel, old Mel Allen right here. What a, what a yeah, character yeah. he was. Uh, and that, that, that wine the lady talked about was Chateau Martin. It was, he'd say, uh, the little old winemaker, me. Oh, that's why I remember when you yeah. said that. I remember that. Hey, listen, Bob, thanks for the memories, man. Oh, that, that kind of goes Isn't back. Isn't it weird? For... All the great New York broadcasters at the time, Red Barber, Mel Allen, of course, Ernie Harwell, Detroit, yeah. all Southern all guys. All Southerners, yeah. Really? That's, oh, yeah. God, yeah. Oh, Red Red Baba. This is the old Baba. Dean? Red Baba. Dizzy Dean was the one when he went into broadcasting who says, Yeah, you slut into second. <laughs> he oh. rounded first and slut into second. He was on NBC Game of the Week, the TV one, and the English teachers of America tried to get him taken off the <laughs> yeah, broadcast. Because he couldn't speak English. <laughs> he slut into second. Uh, 142, hold everything. It's only the Kimber on News Radio. Oh, hi, Bob. Oh. Hi, Bob. The Kimber now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home. On News Radio 1067. All right, I got now. This is Fred Thompson. And Fred. this portion of our show is brought to you by my wife, Jerry, oh, yeah. who's already lined up a date for my funeral. <laughs> no wonder I called her my fantasy goddess. And now here's your host, Jim Peterson. <laughs> I haven't said that in years by court order. <laughs> that was actually in a court document. Wow. In a little cafe. I guess I can say it now because it was, I've stopped paying all that outrageous alimony but it was actually in the document court document i was not allowed to use the phrase fantasy goddess <laughs> which was fine by me but i said sure you can have that now hand over my credit cards <laughs> no sorry <laughs> thanks for the memories <laughs> look out jay black with jay and the americans is 77 today. There you go. Right, I got 151. It's only me on News Radio 1067. 844 404 1067. 844 404 1067. 
uh, there was an ad in the paper in California, and it says, Attention drug dealers, is your drug dealing competition costing you money? Would you like to eliminate that problem? We can help. We can take your competition off the streets for free. Drug dealer competition. We'll get rid of it for free. Report your competition to us. My competition is so-and-so. My competition lives at blank line. My competition's phone number is. My competition sells drugs at so-and-so forth. Signed, Lumberton Police Department, Lumberton, Texas. <laughs> Wasn't California at all. All right, 151. I guess I should read everything before I read anything. But, oh, it's the newsbreaker line. Let's see who's on the old newsbreaker line. Uh, good afternoon. Hey, Kimmer, this is Rodney calling back crying out loud. He's hey, kidding. Rodney, how you doing? How you feeling? I'll tell you, I'm all right now, but on Halloween I was in rough shape. You, you were kidding? Rough shape? Set, really? On Halloween, my wife, she sent the kids out dressed like me, you know? I'm kidding, I know I'm ugly. I told the bartender to make me a zombie. He said God beat him to it, you know? <laughs> Very ugly. I stuck my head out the window. I got arrested for mooning, all right? I'm not a good-looking guy. He's not attractive. I'll tell you, Kimmer, on Halloween. Halloween, I was never lucky, you know. You were never lucky? Yeah, my old man, he told me to put jockey shorts over my head and go as an ass. It was tough, <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> hey, sad news about Fred Thompson. Fred very Tom, sad, you very know. Sad. I mean, I tell you. Yeah. Hey, with Fred gone, AG will have to find someone else willing to sell their soul to hawk that rip-off reverse mortgage stuff. You know, <laughs> oh, no, you know I mean... Maybe Burl Ellis, Lee May, Bill Campbell, Tyrone Brooks. I mean, <laughs> the whole slew. a lot of good candidates good out there, candidates allegedly. To replace him. I tell you, though, yeah, I feel yeah. bad for the New York Mets. I mean, bad. Bad, bad for the Mets. Yeah. On the bright side, their yeah. second baseman, Daniel Murphy. Yeah. He was just named official spokesperson for Butterfinger. <laughs> <laughs> Butterfinger, moving along. Missed is a that joke. grounder, all right. <laughs> I tell you, Bob Dole could have made that play and thrown the one out. Holding his pen. (laughs) I don't want to say that Met reliever Addison Reed was the go to game five. Yeah. Yeah, but he's already received marriage proposals for a thousand Ole Miss farm boys, all right? (laughs) (laughs) In English, the joke had a chance. (laughs) Ole Miss farm boys. The goat, see, he was the goat of the (laughs) games. Thank you. Hello. Hey, they're saying that major earthquake in China over the weekend's nothing to worry about. Nothing to worry about, sir. Well, apparently it was a reaction to the new two-child policy. The couples are getting busy, you know, before they have to change their mind. <laughs> a lot of hey, did you see where on. Boy George claims he slept with Prince? No, I didn't yeah, hear apparently, Yeah, apparently they met at a Cox broadcast and Christmas party, <laughs> and one thing led to another, all right? <laughs> My exclusive relationship. <laughs> hey. Yes, sir. Hey, one more thing. I yeah. got a joke for you. Brand new joke. I just heard it. All right. Well, clear, again, right? as long as it doesn't involve a Jew, a Catholic, and a color, anything but that. Absolutely okay. not. All right. Let's okay. see. Right. There was this Jew and this Catholic. Whoa, and this hey, person what, of what color. did I just. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, Kimmy, do yeah. you know what Craig T. Nelson and Mark Richt have in common? No, I don't, sir. I, uh... They both pretend to be football coaches. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> The difference is Craig T. Nelson was convincing it of a football coach, all right? <laughs> we actually believed him. <laughs> what a crowd, Thank boy. you, Rodney. Always an honor, <laughs> what sir. What a crowd. Rodney yeah. right here with a kimmer. <laughs> this time I put five times on a dog. I'll tell you that boy. <laughs> Gambling nightmare. Uh, mercy! Ah, look at it. It's only me. It's only the kimmer 155. News Radio 106.7. Kind of a good... Uh, speaking of Halloween, 
Uh, we mentioned earlier that uh, Nicki Minaj has been criticized because she had a uh, did a skit with a person in a wheelchair where she pretended to be a fairy princess, and she went up to the guy in the wheelchair and said, walk, walk, and then laughed at him when he couldn't get up out of his wheelchair. Hey, it's Halloween. It's a joke. Just fooling around. Plus, when you do that to your fanny, I mean, that's pretty much, you know, you, you've got to have a great sense of humor just walking down the street. I mean, really, why would, have you seen this girl? I mean, why, but, but why would you do that? I mean, it can't be comfortable to, just to, you know, sit down any, every way that we think we have to sit down for various things. I mean, that can't be any great deal. I don't know why she did that. Anyway, uh, speaking of Halloween, Harry, you know, Harry Hamlin is the actor from L.A. Law, Mad Men. Mad Men, and he was also, he played one of the Thor characters. Perseus. of the, Perseus, the winged something or other from one of those freaking movies. I don't know. Titan clashing, whatever. Anyway, Harry Hamlin, 64 years old, went out for Halloween uh, with his wife, who was Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star Lisa Rinna. They went as Sid Vicious and Nancy Spungen. And Harry Hamlin went out with a black leather jacket and a swastika the yeah. size of a basketball on his shirt. Yeah. A swastika. <laughs> What, what was he thinking? I mean, that, that's not, it's not funny. It's just kind of startling. I mean, uh, he looks like a neo-Nazi. No one would know he's, he's right. Sid he's got vicious. a cigarette hanging out of his mouth and his sunglasses on. And, and he's, but he, he doesn't, what would Sid, Vi- who would know Sid Vicious from this? That looks like Nazi Bono. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. And they found some needles in candy. In a Philadelphia suburb and also in uh, Maryland and some other places, too. Oh, Needles and candy. 157. We got it all in more Newsmaker Lines in case you missed and coming up. Sponsored by the Society Doctor here on News Radio Doctor, uh, News Radio 1067. Hey guys, it's John Boy. Thanks for downloading today's Kimmer Show podcast. Be sure to tune in from noon to three, Monday to Friday, for more fun with the whole gang right here on News Radio 1067. This is Barack Obama, and you're listening to a replay of The Kim Peterson Show. And if you keep listening, you will be audited. Let me be clear. Don't forget, The Kimmer's on Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. Kimmer knew at an early age he wasn't his parents' favorite child. Well, no. His bath toys were an electric toaster and a radio. <laughs> the Kimmer <laughs> Show on News Radio 1067. <laughs> Very funny. Very funny, this thing. 204 on News Radio 1067. 844 404 1067. 844 404 1067. Kind of a goofy Monday. We started off in a rotten mood just because of traffic and rush hour traffic and the rain. And it's just, you know, and you, you sit there and you think, what a waste of energy and time and gasoline. And I mean, And and there's no end in sight. There's no way around it. There are no alternatives other than it's going to be, I I guarantee you, within 100 years, you'll have virtual offices where you'll plug into a thing in your living room or your kitchen or wherever you want, and it'll show on your walls as though you're actually at work. And so you can communicate with people at work and you'll be able to talk to them at work, even though you're not really at work at all, and you won't have to leave your house. Or we'll have satellite offices for places. That's the other thing. Why do we have satellite offices for all these companies who could just have people show up near where they live? I don't know. I just there's got to be a better way to doing it than everybody in the road at the same time. And with two routes, there's only two ways to get to Atlanta from the northern suburbs: 400 or Alfred Highway, Route Nine. That's it. 
So, you, there, you know, there's nothing you can do about it anyway. But we start off in a crappy mood. And the rain and, oh, God. <clears throat> Songwriter, singer Katie Lang is 54 today. I never, I just never got her. I don't, I don't. Uh, it's fine. Get out of here. I never liked you anyway. Oh, sorry. No, that's not, not true. I lied. <laughs> Wait a minute. You want to make $14 a hard way? <laughs> I never said any of that. I don't know what we're yelling about. <laughs> was that TV Anchorman? Run? Anchorman. Was that Anchorman? <laughs> Brick Tamlin. <laughs> what a stupid movie. Funny. Very stupid, funny movie. All right, anyway, it's only the camera. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Coming up, Pete's going to do... Are you going to do the play-by-play of the of the, of the the game? If you didn't hear it, and I didn't hear it live because I wasn't staying up 14 innings to watch that stupid game, but you'll hear the... I mean, it's just such a letdown, and everybody's so upset about the fact that New York lost rather than saluting the people who won. Yeah. It's just unbelievable that the... the um, I'm not even sure how to describe culturally what happens to people who think that New York is the center of everything. Very, very disappointing. <clears throat> anyway. All right, I got 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. I got a note today from a very nice lady, I assume named Stephanie, who wanted to let us know about an upcoming event on Saturday, November 21st where uh, Chris Peranto, known as Tanto Peranto, will be the guest speaker at an event on Woodward, Windward Parkway. Let's see. A pers- uh, he'll get a personalized autographed copy of his book, 13 Hours in Benghazi, with a VIP ticket, via cocktail reception after the presentation. And it's uh, he's going to have autographed books for, available for 30 bucks a copy, all the net proceeds going to the Georgia chapter of the USO. And it's this fellow, Chris, is one of the survivors of the Benghazi attack. And he wrote a book called 13 Hours in Benghazi. And the, it's the Metropolitan Club on Windward Parkway in Alpharetta on Saturday, November 21st. And let's see. I'm not sure how you can go get tickets. It's got a, uh, it's a long website, even eventbrite.com, event, B-R-I-T-E, eventbrite.com. And uh, as told by one of the survivors and the hero, Chris Peranto, tickets available, 125 bucks for VIP tickets to get a book and autograph sessions. Like that. Anyway, coming up, all right, we'll remind you as we get a little closer. Also, <clears throat> we may remember that uh, recently Bruce Jenner was uh, given the award of as Woman of the Year from Glamour Magazine. Woman of the Year, Bruce Jenner. Which just goes to show that Bruce Jenner winning Woman of the Year proves that men are better than women at everything. Including being a woman. <laughs> it's just very, de- very depressing. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, ABC, by the way, is getting bombarded with complaints about this hideous show, The View. I'm not, you know, in fact, they refer to this a lot on Fox News. When they criticize leftists, they frequently point to The View. Uh, and one of the former Disney Channel star, Raven Simone, you know who that is? She was a child star with Disney's for many years. Well, she is something of a goof. And now there's a petition with over 125,000 names on it trying to get her kicked off the show, The View, because she's be- she's becoming outrageous. Uh, p- some of the complaints are that she's uh, made fun of people who has funny names will not be getting job offers. 
She said, quote, I'm not about to hire you if your name is Watermelandria. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> Watermelonandria. <laughs> so, like that. Anyway, they're, they're trying to get her off the view. But the view is the same place. It was blasting uh, Carly Fiorina. Uh, for the way she looks. She kicked off uh, her thing saying, you know, people tell me that I didn't smile enough during the last debates. She looked demented. I mean, she did not, her mouth did not downturn one time. She was like, Halloween mask. I love that. Smiling Fiorina. Can you imagine? That was Michelle Collins leading the uh, bite against Carly, who, by the way, is a big fat pig. If you want to do some name calling, she, she should, she should be, you know, looking in the mirror first. This woman is not attractive. We call him Sal. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Carly says, you know what? I don't care. I think there's a double standard. It's funny. You know, I was on The View several months ago. They said none of that to my face. There is nothing more threatening to the liberal media in general and to Hillary Clinton in particular than a conservative woman. It will not stop me. It will not scare me. I think what these women represent is a set of liberal feminists who believe that if you do not agree with them on their liberal orthodoxy, that you don't count, that somehow you're not a woman. I am tired of being insulted by liberal feminists who talk about women's issues when the reality is every issue is a woman's issue. Well, that's Carly reacting to The View, blasting her again, and apparently she's going to be invited back on. <clears throat> that ought to be interesting. Uh, to, oh, uh, by the way, speaking of celebrities in the news, Jimmy Fallon fell again. You know, he, he broke another finger. He's, he's fallen like three or four different times. And now his friends are saying they're worried about him because he's a drinker. Uh, one of his favorite bartenders says he's a mess. Uh, bartender in Manhattan says he's a mess, but I love him. Uh, he was, um, last January, they recorded in, in abbreviated, uh, in, <laughs> inebriated <laughs> Jimmy Fallon belting out Katy Parrott's Walking on Air song while crawling on top of a bar at a gay bar in New York City. Yeah, uh, he was involved. He got into a brawl, a fight after a night, a Thursday night taping of the Tonight Show. Uh, he partied at a watering hall, by, uh, buying shots of vodka for the entire bar all night. Uh, he uh, let's see, dropped a bottle of Jägermeister while getting an award at the Harvard Lampoon Dinner for Excellence, and threw the bottle, landed on the broken glass. And now his friends are saying it's gone from a whisper to a chatter. Jimmy Fallon's behavior is getting over the top, and they're worried about him because he's a drinker. Uh, One of his former castmates, Horatio Sands, told reporters that back when they worked together on Saturday Night Live, they were super-functioning alcoholics. It kind of goes hand-in-hand with Saturday Night Live, some kind of substance abuse issues because it's so stressful, you easily find yourself blowing off a lot of steam. Oh, that's stressful being on TV? Making millions of dollars? <laughs> That's pretty stressful. Anybody shooting at you? Oh, sorry. Uh, 212. I don't want to set the world on fire. <laughs> no, we just want to do our traffic report. Then. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. This is Christopher Walken, and this portion of our show (laughs) is brought to you by Bill Cosby, who won for scariest Halloween costume by dressing up as himself. (laughs) You see? (laughs) And now, here's your host, Kim Peterson. A little something to drink. By the way, keep listening. I'll give away a four-pack of tickets to the 7th Annual Brian McCann Rally Celebrity Softball Game. 
coming up uh, November 7th, this weekend, at Georgia Tech's Russ Chandler Stadium. Four tickets to listen to Pete Sportscast, sponsored by Dawsonville Gun and Pawn. We'll ask you something to refer to a uh, holy crap in sports of Pete Davis. How about those Mets? <laughs> <laughs> Don't stop those Mets. Yeah. The Royals are indeed that after beating the Mets 7-2 to and flushing to win their first World Series in 30 years. Yeah. Four games to one. Here's how it sounded on the Royals' radio net. Davis comes to the plate. Oh, thank you. Strike three called. It's over. They've done it. They've done it. The Royals are World Series champions. World Series champions. The world champion Kansas City Royals. Cheer down, fella. Man, that was a that was the <laughs> most the worst. boring end of a World oh my Series God. call ever. At least he got my name right, though. <laughs> Edison Volquez, just a few days after his father died, gave up a leadoff homer and just one other run. Matt Harvey refused to leave the game in the ninth with a two nothing lead. All year, this guy doesn't want to pitch, yeah. and the last big game, <laughs> shut oh, him oh, down, oh. save his arm. He had surgery. Throw me in, coach. Yeah, yeah. Mistake. Casey tied the game and won it in the twelfth inning after exploding for five runs off reliever Addison Reed. Manager Terry Collins is taking. Full blame, but who could blame him? Great moments in managerial history. <laughs> no, that wasn't. No. Good for Kansas City manager Ned Yost, former Braves coach, big fan, and former neighbor of the Kimmer. That's right. That's right. That's right. Nice uh, man. I was down in Jupiter, Florida several years ago, spring training when he was still with the Braves, and he came up to me in the uh, locker room and asked me about you. Is, are you serious? Yeah, he was a good guy. No kidding. Very uh, nice man. A few games ago, Raul Mondesi became the first player in Major League history to make his debut in the Fall Classic. Yeah, cool. Well, his father played 12 years, finished his career here with the Braves, never played in the World Series. Wow. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Salvador Perez, the MVP. Uh, pitchers and catchers report in three and a half months. <laughs> <laughs> On this date, 1944, Japan mourns the death of pitcher Aiji Sawamura, oh. who gained fame by once striking out Babe Ruth in an exhibition game. We got revenge, though, as Sawamura was killed fighting in the Pacific. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Probably taken out by a Marine. Hey, I shot your father. Uh, oh, sorry. Talk yeah, sorry. about the curse of your Bambino there. <laughs> but do you know that baseball was banned during the war in Japan because it was an undesirable enemy influence? Yeah, American wow. sport. Yeah. Uh, Falcons have four turnovers and hand the game to the Bucks yesterday in overtime at the Joe Dome. Matt Ryan is the Mark Richt of quarterbacks. <laughs> a good job, CBS. Let me refresh you on how to spell Georgia. It is not G-E-O-R-I-G-I-A. <laughs> no. I CBS color man Gary Danielson says the Bulldogs' offense isn't even on par with a Division II team. Wow. Another year, another embarrassing loss to the Gators. They haven't scored a touchdown in two games. It's the first time they haven't scored 10 points in two straight games since Richard Nixon was president. Yet you still have the same old apologist making excuses for Rick. Time for a change is past time for a change. Well, you don't believe me? Here's what Coach Mark Rick sounded like after the humiliating defeat. Bad game, Phoenix. Like Chapman hit a couple, so I mean, it feels good. I'm give a damn. And, you know, it's over now. Go give me something to eat. Go to sleep and get up. Clemson's Dabo Sweeney's name you know, is surface. You know, his heart's not in it. Let's no, just not. say it. Just, you Quit. can tell. Uh, do you really want a coach who dressed up as Dolly Parton for Halloween as Dabo did? <laughs> who did? Dabo Sweeney. Oh, the my. Yeah. The Pete poll, my top 25, is out on Twitter. Follow oh. me at Pete Davis one If the 14 playoff were held today, I'd have Clemson, the Buckeyes, Baylor, and the Horned Frogs in it. That's my Wait a minute, say again. Ohio Buckeyes, State. Clemson, Baylor, and the Horned Frogs of TCU. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's probably it. By the way, the new state champion of Alabama is... New champion of Alabama is is uh, Auburn. Ole Miss. Oh, 
because they beat Auburn. <laughs> yeah, beat Auburn. And yeah. how are things going at Notre Dame these days? Yeah, how are things well, going at Notre Dame? I'm glad you asked. How are they doing? Over? Notre Dame has fired a female academic coach after a student filed a suit against the school, claiming the tutor had coerced several football and basketball players into having racially motivated sex with her daughter. A black whoa, student... Whoa, 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 wait a minute. I'm not sure what that means. That means basically the tutor said, hey, you want to come have sex with my white daughter? Because I oh want to hear about it. God. The black student enrolled at Notre Dame in the fall of last year sought tutoring lessons. The white tutor immediately initiated, directed, and coordinated a sexually and racially motivated, inappropriate, and demeaning relationship between the student and her daughter. The tutor would orchestrate trysts at hotel rooms and afterwards ask him about the nature, frequency, and quality of the sexual activities. Uh, no, also, the tutor would make racially charged comments about his sexual prowess and genitalia. The stress of the hostile sexual environment and degradation was further exasperated by the woman pressuring the student to convert to Catholicism. Wait a minute. That, you can't up. be telling me that's a I, true story. The lawsuit also alleges that when the student attempted to break off the relationship with the tutor's daughter, her mother recommended that he seek mental health counseling and work with the university's psychiatric support to, quote, medicate plaintiff John Doe to keep him passive, cooperative, and under control, end quote. Clearly, she picked the only gay black football player in the entire... <laughs> Wait a minute. Now, the question I have to... The first question is... How old is the daughter? I don't know. I mean, but she wasn't seven. I'm. I mean, I assume she was I of age not. of some kind. I you. I can't well, believe it. So the daughter was going along with this. Do we know if the daughter was going I, along? We don't with know. It? This oh just, just basically just broke yesterday or today. So we'll find out. So she's been fired. Was that the bottom she's line? She's been fired. But they claim nothing happened. But they fired her. Oh, I can't believe any. I mean, I just. It's unbelievable. I know. It's just bizarre. She would set up black athletes to have sex with yeah, her daughter because her daughter, and then she wanted to know about oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah, she wanted to know all about it, including their physical uh, specimens of the. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> hey, where are the white women? At? Oh man! Oh. That's just unconscionable. I mean, that's unconscionable. <laughs> That was Notre Dame? Notre Dame? Oh, God. <laughs> Talk about touchdown Jesus. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. All right, coming up, we're going to give away a four-pack to the 7th Annual Brian McCann Rally Celebrity Softball Game. It's November 7th, which is this coming Saturday at Georgia Tech's Russ Chandler Stadium. 7th Annual Brian McCann Rally Celebrity Softball Game. Four-ticket pack. And uh, I'll ask you a question concerning what something just Pete said. In which just college now. is breeding? <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, some of them aren't really bred for the short twitch muscles. Oh, no. Right. I have 227. Uh, Jimmy <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jimmy the Greek and, and the vice president of the Dodgers. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was he his was name? the one who didn't have the uh, capabilities? Shoot. The blacks didn't have capabilities. Cal- Campanus. Uh, uh, somebody Campa- Al, Campanus. Al Campanus. There you go. All right, two twenty-seven. Giving away the tickets next on News Radio one hundred six seven. Mercy. This is Sean Connery, and this <laughs> portion of our show is <laughs> brought to you by Marta, where you can shit wherever you want <laughs> in the train, on the bus. You can shit over here. You can shit over there. Just take a sheet and shit down. And now here's your host, Kim Peterson. Hot baby, two thirty-five, News Radio one hundred six seven. Oh, still maybe the funniest Saturday Night Live skit ever. 
is Sean Connery and the guy playing Burt Reynolds and uh, Celebrity Jeopardy. <laughs> I mean, if that isn't the funniest of all time skits, uh, I mean, and that would maybe Will Ferrell's only real funny comedy bit, although he was good in Anchorman, you got to say that. Anyway, uh, look out. It's only me. It's only the camera. New Spring Lunch coming up. Sponsored by the Siding Doctor. First, here is Nelly. Nelly is 41 today. And on her birthday list, Cher Height. H-I-T-E, Cher Height. Author of The Height Report. Who was something of a researcher and expert on women and sexuality and uh, sexual norm. Basically, she said that uh, women didn't need men. To uh, orgasm. A uh, woman needs a man like a fish needs a bicycle. Right. Yeah. It, uh, men are not, they're just to supply the, the children of the world, but they don't really need to have a man to have a woman be happy. Well, I mean, luckily, we really don't care, so it's kind of a. <laughs> you don't need us, right? It's fine. So what? What's it got to do with me? <laughs> I don't give a damn. <laughs> no, that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> I'm not a man. I got this one. We'll get away these tickets. Oh, we got, hold on. We got a late live edition of the Newsmaker Line. And if, who wants to go to the four? I got a four pack of tickets to the seventh annual Brian McCann Rally Celebrity Softball Game, November 7th. That's this Saturday at Georgia Tech's Russ Chandler Stadium. Four tickets to the Brian McCann Softball Celebrity Game. And you can have them 844 404 1067. Give me a buzz. It's a late live edition of the old Newsmaker Line. Let's see who's on the old Newsmaker Line. Uh, good afternoon. Hello, what are you <laughs> Hey, it's Charlton Heston. Hey, Mr. Heston, oh, well, did you no. see where uh, yes. prison officials are saying that recently released Oscar, Oscar Pistorius was a model inmate? He never caused any trouble? Never caused any trouble, really. Well. Oh, the other inmates hated him. His nickname was Mr. Goody No Shoes. <laughs> 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 You see where several people trying to get on the Obamacare health care website yeah. were redirected to Pornhub? Really? No, Pornhub. Where unlike Obamacare, you immediately can find a nurse who's willing to take care of your problem. <laughs> <laughs> Let me check your pulse. Yeah, <laughs> wrong pulse. <laughs> Now it's time for a visitor from the East, oh, the amazing Charnak the Magnificent. Charnak the Magnificent, sir. The answer is a tightrope, a tall building, a roller coaster, and an evening with Lena Dunham. A tightrope, a tall building, a roller coaster, and an evening with Lena Dunham. Name four instances where you should never look down. <laughs> Everything's fine but the mule. <laughs> The Georgia Radio Hall of Fame and the Mustang Ranch. The Georgia Radio Hall of Fame and the Mustang Ranch. Name two places south so I could go to get screwed. <laughs> took his money and didn't elect him. <laughs> the answer is Sandy Brown hair. S Sandy Brown hair. What did it say on the John Denver autopsy report? Oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man! The answer is the Jordan River. The Jordan River. Where might you find James Jordan? <laughs> Michael Jordan's dead father in a ditch. <laughs> oh, man. Hold in my hand, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. The last on I Thank you. Oh. May your only son's college football career be cut short 
by a recruitment letter from Mark Rick. (laughs) 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 The answer is MIT and Kurt Cobain ceiling. MIT and Kurt Cobain ceiling. Name two places where you might find a lot of brains. (laughs) Oh, God! (laughs) (laughs) was going through his mind the last minute. (laughs) You know what Courtney Love said when she walked in the house. No, I don't, sir. Who ordered the pizza? No, wait a minute. That can't be. That's not. Ah, yeah. (laughs) He said pepperoni. Oh, mercy. Yowie. Hands up. Hands up. We're bugging. Look out. Yeah, baby. All right, hold everything. 240 on News Radio 1067. All right, we got Robert and Roger for tickets here. Pete, let's do a little double contest here. Uh, let's take Roger on News, uh, Robert on News Radio 1067. Hey, Robert, how's it going? <laughs> good, good. All right, Pete, and I, I've got four tickets to the 7th Annual Brian McCann Rally Celebrity Softball Game this Saturday at Georgia Tech's Rush Chandler Stadium. Uh, Pete had just did a sportscast. Who is the MVP of the World Series? Who is the MVP of the World Series? And by the way, this I was kind of surprised. Uh, anyway, do you have any idea who that is, Robert? He mentioned it in his sportscast. No, actually, I don't. All right, well, I'll put uh, you on hold. Robert, Wait, I'm gonna, what's that? Go ahead. Mantle. Mickey, Mickey Mantle. Mickey Mantle. Excellent. <laughs> put him on hold. Put him on hold because we may have – we'll get, see if Roger has an idea. Roger, okay, right. welcome aboard. Who was the MVP for the World Series for the Kansas City Royals, sir? Do you remember? I just don't know. It's not Brian McCann, so it's a catcher guy. I don't know. Well, that's close enough. Yeah, that's enough. close enough. You got the tickets. Yay! All right. Is it Perez? Salvador? Salvador, Salvador Perez. Salvador. Yeah. yeah. And what? Now, what? Do you think he deserved it? I don't. You know what? It could have gone to a few, but yeah, he's fine. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Well, that's fine. Hey, Roger, congratulations. We got four tickets get for you. Of, get, get, rid of the, get rid of the truck driver guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a, I know the ranch into an entirely different question. <laughs> yeah, put him on hold there. Hold on a second. Oh, heartbreaker. No, no. Wait, he's right there. All right. Look out. Look out. <laughs> tough crowd, tough crowd. I right, hold everything. It's only me. It's only the covers. Two forty-two. More newsbreaker. I got a bunch of newsbreaker lines. I'm going to get on between now and three o'clock. By the way, but first, excuse me while I whip this out. Yes, it's the Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio one zero six seven. This is Fred Thompson. Hey, Fred. And this portion of our show is brought to you by AAG. Oh. We're convincing people to sign away their home. <laughs> it's sure to earn me a special level of hell. <laughs> no. And now, here's your host, Kim Peterson. <laughs> For some people, those are great deals. <laughs> tough crowd, tough crowd. 250, it's only the Kimmer. Third Eye Blind was supposed to join the Zach Brown Band and the cult and a bunch of places for the third day of Voodoo Fest in New Orleans yesterday, but it was canceled because of the bad weather. Now, normally they do it rain or shine with no refunds, but it was so dangerous and it didn't meet the safety standards of giving refunds for yesterday's performance in New Orleans at Voodoo Fest. Some kind of safety standard. Third Eye Blind didn't get the... Now, let's see what else we got here. Alicia Keys was one of the more than 50,000 runners in Sunday's New York City Marathon. Alicia Keys says running more than 26 miles was not easy, but she did it to support her charity, Keep a Child Alive. 
Her team raised $35,000 helping kids with HIV and AIDS. All right, look out. It's on the camera. News Radio 106.7, 251. How about a newsmaker line? Good afternoon. Well, good afternoon, Oh, oh, oh gee, I wonder who this is. I, I, I mess this up every I time. I can never tell who this is. This is Fred Thompson calling from <laughs> AG, Kimmer. Hey, Fred. How's it going? Well, you know, I surprise a lot of people because folks who follow my presidential campaign or listen to my awful radio show thought <laughs> I died seven years ago. <laughs> Wait a minute. This isn't Fred Thompson at all. You've, Ronald Reagan, you tricked me again, you sly fox. You're, oh, you're so good at that. I just got me again. Did you ever listen to Fred's radio show? I never heard his radio show. Oh, my God. This man made Bill Belichick sound high energy. I mean, what is that? Miami, we're on the already answered that. There, Fred Thompson is being hailed as a conservative hero, conservative yeah. hero. My ass, the man uh, <laughs> voted no on impeachment. He helped Dan- Janet Reno scrap the God bless it independent <laughs> council law to protect Slick Willie and now Barry. Yeah. And he allowed John Glenn to hijack his committee investigating Clinton's treasonous arms sales to China. <laughs> <laughs> Should I stop now? Well, I mean, he, he had a record, all right. <laughs> oh, poor Fred, you pay for one abortion and the left owns you for life. There My you God. Go. <laughs> Oh, whoa. I happen to know about that, you but heard about we that. won't say how. No, no, yet. it's all right. Yes, sir. Mm. Yeah, Fred Thompson has yeah. caved into the Democrats so many times. I'm surprised he wasn't adopted by Poppy Poppy Bush over there. <laughs> Love the guy. Let <laughs> me dismantle the Reagan like a thousand points alike. Mr. <laughs> former President, two fifty-two. It's only the Kimmer News Radio one zero six seven. You know what? What the heck? We can't let it go. When you get a call from the Holy See, you take it. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Mr. Oh, oh. Kimmer. Oh, your holiness. Eh? Pope Francis is uh, calling oh, from most wonderful Vatican City. happiness. Uh, goodness. I'd like to start off my homily yes. on the Kimmer show yes, with something funny. I have a joke for A joke? A Pope joke? Well, as long as it's not, you know, a Julie Catholic on the color. <laughs> Anything oh, would be fine. Absolutely. I understand All completely. Right, so, right, here we go. There was this jewel in these. No, I, what did I just? I'm sorry. No, I can't. Oh, here's the here's the joke. Yeah, all right, sir. Do you know why Coach Mark Richt always vacations in Orlando or Miami? No, I don't, sir. Coach Rick says that uh, Florida is hard to beat. <laughs> Apparently. He says you can't beat Florida. No, I know I, I know I can. <laughs> I hope uh, everyone had a nice yeah. Halloween. Halloween. You know, the Pope is not that familiar with the American traditions. Really? Halloween. I was going to ask you, Mr. Kimmer. Yes. Yeah. If you go trick-or-treating along Buford Highway, yeah. do you knock on the station wagon door? <laughs> Hello? Yeah. Anybody home? Oh, live in your wagon, sir. It's a, it's a I said I didn't know much about your traditions. <laughs> See that little punk of Justin Bieber stormed off at the stage after performing only one song? Yeah, he was upset. 
fans said they really felt cheated. But, you know, yeah. not nearly as cheated as if he'd, say, sung seven or eight songs. <laughs> then they'd re- they really wanted money their back. money back then. <laughs> sort of like a power failure when the owner of the punchline tries to stand up. It's been referred here as a divine intervention. Thank you, Lord <laughs> Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Now it's time for a <laughs> for somewhere east of Rome. Popanac the Magnificante. Popanac the Magnificante, sir. The answer is trick-or-treaters in the hearts field of baggage handlers. Trick-or-treaters in the hearts field of baggage handlers. Name two people who made out like bandits this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) The answer is one for you, two for me. One for you, two for me. What did Amy Schumer say when handing out Halloween candy? <laughs> did you see her on the Saturday Night Live? My God, the man. The, the keister bled over to CBS. <laughs> I hold him yes. a hand uh, the final envelope. The, for final, the final envelope, eh? <laughs> May you discover too late that your Uber driver is a Mookie Blaylock. <laughs> Cover me on this one, John, boy. <laughs> the answer is Shoeless Joe Jackson. Shoeless Joe Jackson. How might you introduce Joe Jackson to Oscar Pistorius? Oh, man. <laughs> Shoeless meet Joe. Something in the heavy metal spring, size nine? <laughs> great to be on the Thank you show. so much. Pop neck. The Magnificate. <laughs> Yes. Never fail. Or there's this story. After the prostate exam, the doctor left. Then came in the nurse. She shut the door and whispered the three little words no man wants to hear. Who was that? Hi-ho! Hi-ho! But first, it's only the kimmer. I gotta go, you're killing me. Semperfy, oorah! Look out! Her- Hey guys, it's John Boy. Thanks for downloading today's Kimmer Show podcast. Be sure to tune in from noon to 3, Monday to Friday, for more fun with the whole gang right here on News Radio 1067.